Hey y'all, happy Sunday, October 9th. So today's episode is entitled, My Best Friend is a Witch. I sat down with one of my best friends, Jason, to interview him and learn, you know, more about what it means to him to be a witch, what all that entails, how he got into that. We talk about how he grew up in a small town in Kentucky, you know, and he knew he was different and then started questioning traditional religion as in growing up in the South. So it was a really great conversation and he wanted to leave everyone with the message of, you know, believing in yourself, even when it's scary and it's okay to be you, it's okay to be different. And yeah, so without further ado, I'm going to let you into the episode. Enjoy and I will talk to you soon. We are going to go ahead and get started. Okay, so I have one of my best friends here today. I'll consider us best besties. We're besties. Yeah. Yeah, so I have Jason here with me today, and we met, oh my gosh, 2018? 19, 18, 19. Somewhere around in there? Yeah. Yeah, so he was one of my former clients at the Orange Theory that I used to manage, and he eventually became an employee, and then he became my assistant manager. Um, and then when I left, he actually took over management at that studio. We've just stayed connected and he lives right on the corner from me. He is the uncle to my dog. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and in some ways we're very much twins and we have a lot in common. And so I just wanted to interview you today and let's talk about <laughs> the fact that, okay, so when I say one of my best friends is a witch, like yeah. to someone listening, you may not understand that. Like, what is yeah. what does that mean? Like, how did you let's tell my listeners like who you are, how you got into this, all that. All right. So, as she said, I am Jason. I am actually from a small-ish town in like South Central Kentucky, Danville. Very much that small town religion is everything. Mm-hmm. Small town racism is a thing. Anything that is not white, Mm -hmm. Jesus, anything that is different is kindly frowned upon with a bless your heart, I'm going to pray for you. Mm -hmm. Um, It was honestly 1999 when I internally started questioning, especially Southern Baptism, Mm -hmm. Christianity, and also being around Catholicism. Although I liked Catholicism because my grandma is Catholic, her side of the family is Catholic, which I always liked it better. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, my mother would never let me go to church with her. Mm. It was very odd. Yeah. Um, But I just liked the theatricality of Catholicism, the whole, the priest coming in with his little incense ball, swinging mm-hmm. it. I was just like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> they don't do that. And uh, Southern Baptism, just also just the energy of like a Southern Baptist church, it, church, it just feels like they have to be there. Not that they yeah. want yeah, to I feel be that. there. And it just doesn't feel right mm-hmm. to me. And yeah. But anyway, it was 1999, started questioning everything and then you know bringing on the onslaught in my head of why isn't there an equally powerful female entity right why Mm -hmm. does it have to be male why does it have to be specifically white Mm -hmm. male Mm -hmm. why can't it just be an all-powerful entity right 
why does it have to have a gender? Mm-hmm. Um, and who, who quote-unquote, assigned it that gender? Where did that right. come from? I would yeah. honestly say in history it probably came from, like, the old Catholic Church yeah. where the Catholic Church ruled yeah. everything in medieval times and just evil yeah. back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I just slowly started questioning and then realizing that everything that was considered evil devil worship literally grows out of Mother Earth. Why is mm-hmm. that a thing? Right. And then also realizing as I just blatantly started like researching because that was also the time the internet was getting big, kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the internet was getting there. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't always here. <laughs> it was not always here. Um... And then researching, like, why on Easter we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but yet then there's also an Easter bunny, Mm -hmm. and we're hunting eggs. Mm -hmm. Looked it up. It's an old pagan ritual. Mm -hmm. Rabbits are a symbol of fertility, obviously. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, but But yet, it's so interesting because, you know, I think that's one thing you and I have in common, and it sounds like for you... You actually started questioning, let's see, you said around 1999? Yeah, I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, see, so for me, it wasn't until I got into college and I was around different groups of people because, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. from a very small southern white town in Arkansas. Where, Same, just right? a different name. Exactly. We have that's where we have a lot in common, and you know where my grandmother was probably at times the only minority in the town. Literally, when I say yeah. the only, I mean literally, you know. And so um, I did. I did start at a Baptist church, then I eventually went on to an Assembly God church. I grew up very religious. It wasn't pushed upon me. It mm-hmm. was something that came to me as a result of my mom and dad and that their divorce and that traumatic experience in my childhood. Yep. But um yeah, so when I was in college, you know, and you start yeah, you start to just kind of question and think for yourself. Yeah. And for Which me Which is also frowned upon. Right. Especially in in some churches. Yes. You cannot yeah. think for yourself. Right. You just need to this is what you should believe and this is the truth. That's what we've been told. That's right? it. And then for me, I was always the kid to be like, why? I'm not saying why to be a jerk or an ass, a jerk just, or an asshole, I just want to know why. a little twit. Right. I want to know why do I have to right. do this? Right. And yeah. And so like, is for, it worth my energy and my time? Right. And I, why? Right. And I think for me, like whenever I got into college and I took, you know, like I said, being around different diverse groups of people, I took a part of our curriculum was um, to take a world religion class. And that's when I started to think, wait, like, hang on a second. If I was born in a different country, I may have chosen or been born into a different religion. Exactly. And then, too, like you said, also, I had this epiphany of how come there's only, quote, unquote, I'm doing air quotes, one book in the Bible written by a woman? Yeah. Like, well, that, you know, And I also do believe in the basements of the Vatican, there are other books right, of we'll the never, Bible removed. Right, of course. But until anybody worth mm-hmm. a damn is able to get in there and really poke around and poke holes, they'll be able to see because it's just like right. the Bible is just pages of contradictory oh, upon contradictory well, then only upon that too, contradictory but, and usually the same sentence repeated oh, over and over and over just reworded. Yes. And well, I'm just like, why? Right, and not only that too, but like... That would be like me... Living my life towards the almighty Twilight series, to which I hate, by the way. (laughs) Well, and you know, too, like, basically, 
just realizing the Bible has been translated thousands of times. Right. Give so it's kind of like telephone. Give me the very first edition. It's kind of like telephone. Absolutely. <laughs> Give me the very first edition and then the fifth edition, 10th, 15th, 20th. Give right. me every five years and we'll see <laughs> how, how much, much they have in common. Right, exactly. Because I already know that there are some words that have been flipped. Oh, completely. To yeah. where it's demonizing towards mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, immigrants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and not to mention that, you know... Anything that fits the white mold. Oh, completely. The narrative. Flipped. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So, so basically, you started questioning. Absolutely. So, inside my head. Silent researching and everything. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, born and all that stuff before I started questioning. I always loved the Disney villainesses. <laughs> I always believe Maleficent is my fairy godmother <laughs> because I love her. And then Ursula came along and she's my auntie. <laughs> That's too funny. Because I freaking love them. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and I always loved, like, you know, witches, werewolves, vampires, and all that. Not saying that that led me to witchcraft, but it helped a lot. Yeah. Um, mainly now, I do call myself a witch. Mm-hmm. Mainly because... The fear that it strikes in some people, one, I want them to stay away from me and saying <laughs> that they do leave me alone. Yeah. Well, there's not. Two, I wear it as a badge of honor for all of the innocents throughout history mm-hmm. that have lost their lives because they were medicine women, mm-hmm. medicine men, herbalists, mm-hmm. spiritualists like we all are now. Yeah. Rocks have a soul. Mm-hmm. Herbs have a soul. Yep. Yeah use their healing powers to help heal yourself. Mm -hmm. Again, why is something that grows out of Mother Nature demonized? Marijuana. Right. Okay. That was was a former podcast episode. A lot. Has a lot of healing and magical properties. Why is it demonized? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I wear the term witch as a badge of honor for Mm -hmm. all of those that have lost their lives in history like the Salem witch trial yeah. hysteria, a bunch of little fucking girls. It's kind of like today with TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you need to be canceled. Yeah. That is so mean. Mean to who? Right, right. Yeah. Did you talk to the person? Did you interview right. them to be like, were they offended or anything? Or are you just saying that because it triggered something in you? Right. Or you're used to being included on everything. And for once it right. doesn't include you. So now your feelings are hurt. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So there's many different reasons why I carry the Brandish Witch. Okay. Um, but other than that, yeah, it literally just started by questioning religion. And then going to some people whom I thought that I could trust. And then they're answering my questions mm-hmm. with Bible verses. And I'm just like, no, Susan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Karen. Yeah. Give me your intellectual. Yeah. Not thought. what someone not, not what you've quoted or read exactly yeah it's yeah. like just answer my question but without yeah. separate yeah yourself so and then also realizing the hypocrisy yeah it's like you're telling me not to do this but yet you've been married three times you have three children by each of those mm-hmm. but yet i'm a problem but yet i'm going to hell <laughs> because i like the penis right <laughs> right <laughs> okay yeah 
not yeah. realizing that there are tribes out there that mm-hmm. call gay people like two spirit, mm-hmm. transgender. Yes, I've heard of that. Yes, blessed. Yeah, upon blessed because we can see from male perspective, female perspective. Mm-hmm. We can actually walk mm-hmm. in both. Why are we now suddenly demonized? Right. Is it because right. we like the penis? Or is it because <laughs> you two secretly lust in your heart? Right, right. And are so, forcing it on us. Okay, so you started questioning around that time. <laughs> and so, and let me ask you too. So, like, did you always feel different growing up in that small time? Absolutely. I'm sure. yeah. yeah. I knew by like four or five that you were different. Jason was different. Yeah. Didn't really have a word for it yeah. until the little fuckers in school mm. were saying, oh, you're gay. Did not know what that word meant. Right. Oh, you're a fag. Didn't know what wow. that word meant either. I, in some ways, I felt like I was a little sheltered. Not babied, that. but a little sheltered just because wasn't really exposed to right, right. a lot. <laughs> I mean, my parents divorced when I was nine, going yeah. on ten. Um, a dad worked a lot. Mm-hmm. He couldn't help it. He was an electrician for Phillips Lighting in Danville. Yeah. I had a beautiful job. My grandfather worked there. <laughs> my great-grandmother worked there, too. Mm. My grandfather's mom. Yeah. When it was by a different name. So right. it was like family worked there. Right. And he couldn't help it. He had to work 12 hours. Right. And he was either... Mm-hmm whatever like 6 a.m to 6 a.m the next morning sometimes then so therefore i only probably ever saw my dad maybe yeah on the weekend yeah so it was like i was with my mom so i didn't have a lot of dude bro time but on those weekends we would go fishing my sister and i with my dad Mm -hmm. so it was cool but no i did never really knew what those words meant until I just grabbed a dictionary one day and I was just like, oh. Yeah. And then the first thought in my head was, oh no, I need to fix this. (laughs) The first thought was, holy shit, how'd they know? Mm. But I still wasn't ready to come to terms with it because just like with everything else, you have to come Mm -hmm. to your own realization. Right. People cannot force it out of you. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, it's funny now, now I'm sure if someone was to call, you know, in my opinion, if I was to ever hear someone like come at you like that or say something yeah. to you or any of my other friends, you know, about their themselves, I'd be like, so are you too? Right. Definitely you know? now too. That you was know? always like the back thought in yeah. my head was just like, if you're pointing this out, okay. does that mean you have that too? Right. Mr. Bully, do right. we need to go under the bleacher? Right. Do you secretly have a crush on me? Because that's how I feel. Right. Like, for example, you know, I um, I think I've told you this, but I, there's a family member in my family that my cousin and I always talk about. Very concerned about same-sex marriage. Very concerned. Like, always, right? which I don't even follow this person on Facebook anymore. But, you know, it's like, why do you care? Exactly. Why if is you don't a- like same-sex marriage, guess what? Don't fucking have one. Like, literally, why do you because post about it all the time? Just like with everything else, the more you say you're opposed to something, oh, the more right. it's in your heart. Yep. The more you know that's how you feel in your mm-hmm. heart. The more you know that's your truth, the mm-hmm. more you're seriously telling on yourself. Completely. 
Yeah, why do you care so much about who, who someone loves or who someone sleeps with? I don't My, give a shit what you do as long okay. as you don't kill people. And as long as y'all are two or three or four consenting adults, right. I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> I tried the polyamorous thing too. Yeah. My ex-husband did not work for me. Well, but at least but I still you're open freaking to tried it. Right, exactly. Exactly. Well, so, it's not my cup of tea. I feel that. <laughs> Dating is a whole other topic, Bill. So, okay, so... That's for a different episode. Right? <laughs> Especially dating in Atlanta. Okay, exactly. so so coming from this small town in Kentucky, how did you end up in Atlanta? And then let's transition into where you're at now and, like, what you're doing now. Because, you okay. know, as you and I have talked, I do believe both of us are on this journey of showing up for ourselves. Absolutely. And so I just, you know, because little Jason never would stand up for himself. He would never right? say anything. I honestly thought just because I never saw yeah. anyone, not even in my family, yeah. stick up for themselves, mm -hmm. believe in themselves, set boundaries, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. healthy mm -hmm. boundaries mm -hmm. and setting them healthily exactly it just i never knew right to fight for myself mm -hmm. or to speak up for yourself that yeah. because not only was i getting bullied and ridiculed at home my sister was also going through her own personal stuff to mm -hmm. which we have mended that past relationship yeah. to where i was also getting physically and verbally abused at home by her mm. four years older yeah so if she would have a bad day i could come in say hello the wrong way mm. <laughs> mm. and would yeah so it was mm. just like i didn't really have a space right well and i completely understand that while my childhood was a little bit different you know it's so funny because when you talk to other people and you learn about their childhoods and you learn that oh mine actually was not normal it was actually yeah, pretty traumatic. Uh, you know, it's yeah. it's hard for some people to understand that for some of us, yeah. us just saying, hey, you hurt, that hurt my feelings is a big ordeal, even it in is. adulthood. Yes. You know, because like, I know, and you and I are so much alike. Yes. Because <laughs> even us saying, hey, to someone, that hurt my feelings. I mean, that could make us feel like we want to throw up. Big you time. know. Oh, completely. And then we feel guilty. Oh, and then we feel guilty for saying it. Yeah. You know, we feel like an asshole. We feel yes. like a bitch. We feel like... Yes, because you, know? you ruined mm -hmm. something. I'm just like, what? Ruined mm -hmm. the fact that I don't want you saying, hey, Jason, you know your father right. and I love you. Like, I personally love you like the son I never had, but... Yeah. I yeah. hate buts right. in sentences, especially right. if it's not about guy butts. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so graduated yeah. high school, okay. 2003, went, did not want to stay in Danville anymore. I came out in 2002. I wanted my senior year of high school to be my senior year of Jason showing up for himself. That's when mm -hmm. Jason <laughs> stepped into his sassy. Okay. <laughs> One of my best and most favorite things that happened to me was I was going for going outside to meet my friends mm -hmm. at the little gazebo that was in the courtyard um a freshman redneck punk ass <laughs> turned around didn't see me ran into me and he was like oh cover your asses the queer coming through wow i threw my backpack down thank god i didn't break anything because wow. i had you know the ti-83 the holy <laughs> oh, grail yeah. of calculators <laughs> in high school when those first came out because right. they could 
grass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank God that did not break my. I know we're so using me. that today in real Mother life. Mother would have killed me <laughs> if I did that. So I just threw my backpack down, looked at him straight in the face, and pretty much did to him what he did to me. At least I don't fuck cows. Now go back to Bessie. <laughs> that is hilarious. I bet his face was like, oh my god. Oh yeah, he was just like, holy shit, it talks back. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was just like, yes, I do. Oh my god. And I'm not putting up with this shit no Amen. more. Amen. Yeah. So that's when I started to show up for myself being like scared to death yeah was waiting for there to be some sort of you know <laughs> torches and pitchfork mm-hmm. mob waiting especially in a small town for me when you're different and then it was yeah but so anyway, let me so. ask you even in high school and whatnot like did you know any other like gay kids or there was one i don't know his personal story mm-hmm. but for the longest time i thought i had a crush for crush on him but Mm -hmm. honestly it was just pure admiration just because he handled everything Mm -hmm. a lot more differently Mm -hmm. than I did Mm -hmm. I turned everything internal Mm -hmm. and again um, don't know exactly what he did how he dealt with it if he even had bullies Um, I just also knew he was more you know just his personality was more open yeah yeah. than mine gotcha um yeah. but yeah as far as i know <laughs> it was just us two yeah yeah <laughs> in the same grade and then i'm seeing all these little queerlings now and then it's just like they get like a coming out mm-hmm. party and i'm just like i did not have that <laughs> right at right. all yeah. i was actually told <laughs> seriously told because not long after I came out of my closet I also came out of my broom closet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mother found something between me and a friend talking mm-hmm. about spells and shit so mm-hmm. boom that door got busted <laughs> down too. Oh my too. goodness. So it was two for one. Yeah. Um, went to two different therapists. Mm-hmm. One was uh, both of them were religious but one was honestly a conversion mm. therapist. Wow. Um, in Harrisburg, Kentucky. Wow. Um, not that far from Danville. That's crazy. <laughs> like maybe a 20 minute drive. Wow. And then the other one was Anderson, Kentucky. 35 minute drive. But for, you know, it was like a, a church that dealt with people who were in the craft, different religions, wanting mm. to come back to God. I actually spoke with like a 12th generation Wiccan. Wow. About all the stuff that had happened like she was like I charged my wand I went to use the restroom my my brother went and grabbed a hold of it he wanted some money but now he got his money but now he's blind so Mm. how's that for you I'm just like for one that's your fuck up Mm. you cannot blame the energy of the universe because you had to go tinkle right because you charged your wand before (laughs) and then left it unattended yeah not how this works right right kind of a thing so that was fun okay so (laughs) what brought you what brought you to atlanta um and when did you move here exactly i moved here technically i started coming down with the third Mm -hmm. the one my (laughs) ex-husband and i were dating Mm -hmm. um around February of honestly February 2018 if okay. not maybe January okay gotcha gotcha um, cause I had just up and quit 
my executive chef position job with a locally owned catering company after working 23 and a half hours in one day. Yeah, that sounds awful. It was awful. Uh, <laughs> basically why I don't like cooking no yeah, more. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. You know I feel that. <laughs> it just, some of it still triggers, even though it's been four years, it still triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started coming down with him because I didn't have another job lined up. Yeah. It was the first time I had quit or left a job without having another mm-hmm. one lined up. And so just started traveling down here with him and then going back up to Kentucky on the weekends and then falling in love with Atlanta, falling in love with the opportunities of Atlanta, mm-hmm. even knowing the history. I love history. Hated it in school, yeah. but I love history now yeah. um, because now I get the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's the difference between school history oh, completely. and then doing your own fucking research completely. and learning the truth. Um, yeah, so that's how we came down here. Fell in love, told the ex that I wanted to move down here because there's so many more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since I was still kind of like chef minded. Yeah. Even though I tried another chef job for four months, ended up getting fired basically because I walked off the job because I had a trigger. Mm, yeah. And I would, I had at that point, had just started seeing a therapist and a psychiatrist trying to get meds right mm-hmm. for my brain. Yeah. And I just kind of like walked off because after four months, I was just like, this, we can't do this no more. Mm -hmm. This hurts the brain. There's too many triggers and the perfectionist in me. I hear that. Was. So, all right. So, and then (laughs) during that time, y'all started going to Orange Theory where you eventually, that's how we met. And that's, you know, you eventually started working there. And it was basically uh, the other just saying you know they're looking for front desk help (laughs) and I know you're trying to do your own little thing on the side with soaps Mm -hmm. and lotions and all that but I think it would be good for you if you just got like a little part-time job and I had never done fitness before Mm -hmm. so I was just like Okay. Yeah. I already kind of know the drill anyway. Right. Well, so and it's, it's really not that difficult right. from no. being a member to going as an SA. Mm-hmm. Sales associate. And then, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Sales associate. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's funny because, like, looking back now, it's just like, you know, who would have thought that we'd be where we are today? You know, but neither one of us are with Orange Theory, and that's a whole, we don't even have to talk about that. Yeah, God, um, no. That chapter is closed. That's you like know? a three-part <laughs> episode. Right? But, you know, what's so amazing about that experience is that, you know, we got to meet each other. Mondo, Like, so, you know, it just was... That was... Met some beautiful people. Yes. But I already know, hands down, my tribe I found through Shanna and Londo. Yes, they're so, like... I. That's what I'm most thankful about that experience. And the most thing I am most thankful about that experience, too, is that we we did stand up for what's right when when it needed to be done. Oh, absolutely. You know, and we were absolutely. non-wavering in that. 
because even when I was like little, <laughs> uh, as a white people, I had a problem with white people because <laughs> I never understood it. Yeah. I never understood. Mm-hmm. It. Well, and 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 that's the thing. Even you know, with our experience of working at that studio, you yeah. know, and for those who are listening, basically what we're referring to is. In the summer of 2020, when the protests broke out around the nation, you know, when George Floyd was murdered, um, you know, it was during Pride Month, and I figured that, okay, since it's Pride Month and all this is going on, it's kind of like you have to read the room, you know, and so I decided to bring my Black Lives Matter flag to the studio, and mind you, our studio's in Atlanta, freaking Georgia. Right. You would think of all cities, this chocolate city, that this flag would not be an issue. And not only that, but you can't have pride without black people anyways. Because it was black trans women who basically started pride. Martha P. Johnson. Completely. So long story short, we, um, my staff and I, you know, we, we basically banded together and we... You know, we were like, this is where we stand and this and that. And, you know, unfortunately, there were some racist members who sent emails and mm-hmm. had a problem with it. And guess what? We didn't care. <laughs> Did not care. We, we were like, like well, bye-bye. it's staying up to the end of the month. Completely. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, as you know, that was one of the the <clears throat> pivotal things that where I started to, because of a phone call I got, yep. asking how long I planned on having the flag up and that, you know, they had gotten emails uh, from certain members, and when I asked who the members were, oh, we'd rather not say. Oh, so we're protecting the racist now. Gotcha. Absolutely. Um, that's when I was, and I don't remember on that phone call. I said, you know, I'm gonna have to go home and think about some things because I was so livid that this yep. was even a conversation. Yep. You know, and I know. And remember <clears throat> the day I put the flag up? I said, if I come in here tomorrow and that flag's down, you will not have a manager. You will not have a manager. And y'all, I know y'all would <clears throat> with me. I know oh, y'all. Would. I know. Two of us would have. Would have walked out right with Lando. Mm-hmm. And Chris. Mm-hmm. Completely. And so... Some of them still would have been there. Yeah. There's a picture that shows the ones that are farther <laughs> away from the group. They still would have been there. Right. Well, anyway, so to say all that to say that, you know, so even though despite that, we... That was such an amazing... That was an amazing working experience. You know, and like, just like... I, I knew I didn't have to worry about y'all. Things got done. You provided mm-hmm. an excellent experience for the clients. You set like, us up for success. You know? I mean, it's not that difficult. Yeah. Just right, my big not. habit was trying not to bother you on your day off. <laughs> well, we got to that point. But, you know, like, so it's so funny because I think, you know, you don't realize how fast life can change, you know? Oh, and so God, yeah. Now this is two years later, and neither one of us are with Orange Theory, no. you know? And then we had a traumatic job experience after that together for yes. a little bit, and we, we, we left there. And so tell me, or I guess tell my listeners, like... I didn't mean to stalk her through jobs. It was just, she was <laughs> here just to help me. We're just she connected. She just wanted to help me, and I was just like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just connected. And so, but basically, one day, Jason and I, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I followed the hashtag Smyrna Georgia on Instagram. And Jason and I are both into crystals and, and sage and, you know, and all that stuff, all the metaphysical stuff. And clearly with Jason being a witch and everything. So I saw this post from this boutique come across Instagram. 
uh, called Egyptian Eyes Boutique and saw that it was a black woman on business. And I instantly tagged, tagged Jason. I said, we got to go because. And of course, I'm there like, fuck, yes, let's go. Right. And so we were so excited because <laughs> oh. we didn't have anything like that over here in our neighborhood. Yeah, it's like the closest one you know? was like, I think the Open Wine Center in Roswell. Right. right or, or something or, like that. Or Phoenix and Dragon. Yes, Phoenix and Dragon. To which I don't right. like their energy no more. Their well, energy feels weird. And so what I think is so cool about this story is that we went there just to support <laughs> And right. to, to be patrons because we were and so excited. I, I ended up getting called out. Right. That was, and that's how you know, like the universe sometimes just aligns exactly. things. And so, what I love about this story, and of course, you can tell the listeners, is that yeah. you know we left there, and I think you and I were texting a little bit, and I think you said, "I think I'm going to go back up there." Yeah. And so, just tell my the energy story. freaking changed after that one it was little amazing. thing. But yeah, so um, cut back through my journey through witchcraft I am a very good tarot reader mm-hmm. at one point I was a very spirited very gifted medium with spirit boards being able to decipher <laughs> who the negative energies were and who weren't mm-hmm. um, but again with an ex-husband who didn't really like all of it but understood it because his mother was also into it and then all just the asides and the jabs and the punches of oh, you remind me of my mother mm. I kind of suppressed a yeah. lot So you and turned my back away right so you basically and I think this is so important to know this I is what happens changed when, everything right. about myself for him right and I think this is what happens when to I met adults. him I was at the healthiest I mm. had been I had lived in Louisville Kentucky from 2003 Right after high school, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally a month and a half after high school, could not get wait to get out of Danville. <laughs> um, Louisville was not really a culture shock, but it was just like I came home. Yeah, because there were gays everywhere, witches everywhere. I could see like the beautiful melting pot that America could be mm-hmm. outside right. of a small town, mm-hmm. and fell in love. Left in 2010, um, because I had a, <laughs> I had a brief, very brief period of my own Britney Spears meltdown around 2009, <laughs> 2010. Uh, it's when I first shaved my head. Mm-hmm. Yes, I miss my hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cut the sleeves off of all of my shirts, had a breakdown, had no freaking idea who I was, what I was doing, should I move back closer to home, or what, not realizing that what I needed was to have a good long hard talk in the mirror with myself, with little Jason, to be like, we (laughs) got to stop doing this. Um, Still having those conversations, by the way. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, so moved. I was still at the healthiest. Um, Lexington, I thought, was going to be kind of similar to Louisville. Dead fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, in Louisville, I could walk everywhere, feel safe, only used my car to drive to work. Mm-hmm. So I was walking everywhere, even to get food, groceries. Where I lived was in the Highlands, Speed Avenue, right off of Bardstown, in the heart of the Highlands. I walked everywhere. Yeah. One of my best friends from high school ended up moving across the street. 
So I had her. Right. And then I had my friend Lily that I met through culinary school. So that was it. Beautiful. Why'd I leave? No fucking idea. Mm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was still walking everywhere. I met him. And then everything changed. I stopped eating healthy. I started eating the slop that he ate, which was a lot of fast food, meat, and potatoes. Yeah. Um, packed on the pounds, and then I started dressing like he was. He was an IT guy, so I, too, mm. started dressing in... Button-down. <laughs> polo shirts and khakis. khakis. <laughs> Not me. At all. Right. Right. Yeah. So, okay, so, you know, basically, what is what does showing up for yourself look like today? Like, and how does Jay... Because- showing up for myself today looks like, honestly, not giving a shit what I'm supposed to do, what society wants me to do. Going back mm-hmm. to the story of me first walking into Egyptian eyes. Yeah. Trying to get back into my craft, taking it step by step. Well, and what happened that day? I want you to tell the story of what happened that day. So we're in oh, there. Oh, I'm going to. We're excited. I'm getting in there. We're excited. <laughs> it's the first one in Smyrna. I already knew that one hands down. Yes. First crystal shop in Smyrna. We are over by the window, actually, just taking it all in. Mm-hmm. And then after we were greeted lovingly mm-hmm. by Destiny, the beautiful owner, mm-hmm. and the two girls that worked up front. All of a sudden, <laughs> destiny. Destiny just kind of perks up, and I could kind of feel there were like whispers, but not the whispers I'm used to <laughs> behind my back. And then all of a sudden, her voice just pipes across Are you a reader? Yes, yeah, she goes, Sir, are you a reader? And I was like, <laughs> It's been a long fucking time since I've done a reading. Yeah. Um, I was like, what kind of readings I can do? Tarot, oracle, I've done tea leaf readings, I've done mm-hmm. palm readings. And she's like, okay. I kind of don't remember anything through there because just that call out, it felt like her soul saw my soul. It was so amazing. It just kind of plucked me out of my sludge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's all I remember. Any mm-hmm. conversation else that happened in the store, I honestly don't remember. Well, I, I think because I was so flabbergasted by being called out for being a reader. That's how you know. Because I had never, mm-hmm. ever thought of doing it professionally. Mm-hmm. But here I am doing it professionally. Amen. I know. It's Still amazing. trying to gain like. You know, a, a following and a clients that trust me enough to keep coming back. That but, hap- that will happen over time. Yeah. And but, it is happening. Yeah. But, but I... Yeah, I mean, other than that, after we walked the store, coming back into my brain, sitting down, I was just, like Shanna had mentioned earlier, was, I think I'm going to give them a call back. Because literally, that was, like... I think it was on a Saturday, wasn't it? It was on a weekend, Saturday, Sunday, something. Because yeah. I remember going back to work that day. At the job that we both hated. Yep. That was very traumatic. Um, it was an <laughs> early shift. So as soon as I got off work, I went straight back to Egyptian Eyes the next day. 
Destiny was not there, but I ended up confiding in Mariah how interested I was, how I can't get it out of my head. Mm -hmm. It was like my soul was on cloud nine, mm -hmm. to which I personally have been on cloud nine, but never my soul up there with me. Mm -hmm. um, so I gave her my information. Um, Destiny and I started talking, and then April 2nd rolls around, which is the grand opening, and I'm there. Doing readings. Doing intro readings. Yeah. Ten minutes for $20. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did a lot that day. And here you are today, and, and it's and only it going to continue beautiful. to grow. It was yeah. beautiful. I loved every freaking minute of it. And then... <laughs> Went to the job, the other job, on that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Made one little mistake. Got my ass reamed. Well, and it probably wasn't even... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> got my ass reamed because, for one, I was off the last two days. Did not know this was going on. The way I read into it was kind of like, yeah, we can sign people up for daycare, but... Da, 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 da. Anyway, signed someone up. And shit hit the fan. I got pissed and I was just like, deuces. Mm -hmm. So I just removed myself from all the fucking group me's. P.S. If you are a business <laughs> that has group me's, just know your people hate you. Okay. Well, and also, too, so I think the thing about that whole situation is that. Because then if you have a group meeting and it is constantly going off, there is no longer a separation between work and home. Nope. Well, and you know... Especially if you're in any sort of position right. of management right. or your job title is of importance. Well, and that's a whole other topic in and of itself about how it employers is. don't respect boundaries and this and that. Absolutely and not. Guess what? That's why we don't have to work and participate in those environments. Anymore. So anyway, so, yeah, left that job... <laughs> then I texted Destiny, be like, I think I just made a big mistake, but I am yours. What do you need me to yeah. do? Yeah, and here you are today. And I work in the front of her store, mainly just because, hell, I've got knowledge mm -hmm. of all of that. Yeah. There's been little witchlings coming in, and I've helped them on their path. Mm -hmm. And other people on their spiritual path, they don't need to know I'm a witch. If they're a witch, I let them know I am too. Mm -hmm. Other well, than this, that, it's all spirituality. It's just right. whatever you decide to call your spirituality. Well, and isn't it amazing that like you get to get paid to do something you enjoy? Yes. Like Yes. And honestly... You're showing up as yourself. You're 100% absolutely. your authentic self in I this environment. I have never been this You're not having to put on this mask. You're not having to... Play a game. Play a game. That mm -hmm. corporates want you to play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, because I am not an ass kisser. It's, at all. Yep, it's just a fact. It well, is a waste of my time. Well, and I, I learned my lesson. No matter how much you've made a company or your previous bosses or this and that, yep. at the end of the day, you're just an employee. And honestly, yep. I don't care what these companies say, they do not give a fuck. They really don't. <laughs> they do not. It's Especially, especially the other ownership I worked for with mm -hmm. OTF. You're just mm -hmm. a number easily expendable. Oh, you could send an email without permission mm -hmm. yeah. and get demoted. Yeah. So that happened to me. Yeah. Well, we're both beyond that. And yep. now you're working at this amazing place where you're able to be yourself. Yep. And, you know, and I think it's just, I think the most important thing is for you to keep showing up for you. 
mm-hmm. you know, and as you, and, it is important. And, and recognizing and digesting as a truth that, like you said, instead of, instead of doing what you think other people, how other people want you to show up, how do I want to show up? Especially, how do I want to feel? Especially with you know? family. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> every day I'm fighting that, you know, it's, it's, it goes back to like mentality and mindsets of, I guess, small town. Oh, completely. Of unwinding it out of the crevices yes. of your brain. Yeah. Um, and it's also kind of what I've noticed to be like a southern thing. Oh, completely. Of speaking, well, we live in the Bible Belt. Oh, I hate yeah. that fucker. It needs to be cut. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Of, because you know, for me, it's just like you know, I am kind of more open mm-hmm. with my parents <laughs> now, more so than before. Yeah. Especially after my divorce, and that woke my mother up, being like, "Holy shit, my little gay son is going through a divorce." Mm-hmm. I've been through a divorce. Holy crap, they are real people. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So, well, I just want you to know that I'm proud of you and just to keep... I'm proud of me, too. I've never been this proud of me before. You should be so proud of yourself. And little teenage witchy Jason is, like, on cloud nine. Amen. Because we're finally working in a shop. And I've always wanted to work in a shop. Exactly. And I've always wanted to give readings and help people that Mm -hmm. way. And I'm And you're very good at it. Exactly. Yeah. So tell tell my <laughs> listeners like how they can find you because if they wanted to do a reading and mm-hmm. can you maybe um, like explain how what is a reading what does that mean like what is what exactly does that mean a reading is basically I just grab my deck of cards I start shuffling and have you start talking while I am in my head inviting. My ancestors, guides, and what I call divine spirit, which some might call holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And then inviting the person I'm reading for, their guides and ancestors, so that it becomes a safe space of energy. Mm -hmm. And then I just start shuffling. And as cards fly out, that's what you're meant to see. I don't hold anything back. I love it. Some it. have said I've read them for filth, and I'm just like, I didn't mean to, <laughs> but you did ask me not to hold anything back. Right. <laughs> so if that means I read you for filth, I'm a filthy reader. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and you know, I appreciate you know you've done you've done a reading for me, and I appreciate that. And so tell tell my listeners where they can find you on Instagram, Facebook, yep. all that. Um, Facebook is just my first and last name, Jason Wright. It's a cheesy ass picture of me smiling, blue shirt. There's like a purple wall in the background. Um, I haven't changed the link, so it's just a random bunch of numbers. So that's not really going to help you find me. Mm-hmm. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, can do that too. Yeah. And then um, Instagram, uh, you can find my professional page at j j a y dot of dot sunshine, like a ray of sunshine, <laughs> but j because I'm Jason. <laughs> underscore so j dot of dot sunshine underscore gotcha cool and there is a link under there for my appointment link that sends you right to my direct link 
to book an appointment. Awesome. Yeah, and so that means that they don't even have to be here locally. They can book anywhere in the world. Exactly. So, I, we, if you are local and want to do in person, we can do in person. If not, we can do phone or like video chat. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, so... I got you wherever you are. Exactly. So if you're out there listening and you're interested in getting a reading... Um, like I said, I will link Jason's information and profile links in the show notes. And we'll also link um, Egyptian Eyes. Yeah. So you can check out the boutique too because we do ship. Yeah, exactly. Good. And we could awesome. use some more awesome people to come in and show support to a gorgeous mm-hmm. black female owned yes. business. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly where we want to spend our money. Exactly. Amen. You know, we are about that life. So, Jason, what is one thing that you would want to, like, leave the listeners with today? And then we'll end. If there is anything that you have always wanted to do but have been scared, this is your season to say fuck it and just do it. I love it. Love it. (laughs) Amen. Awesome. It is going to be scary. Um, There will probably be people that will try to give you warnings or put it down, shoot it down. You don't need that negativity in your life anyway. Those people probably vibrate on a lower frequency than you when we are here to vibrate higher Mm -hmm. on our spiritual journeys to become better people. So, if those negativities are there, brush them off your shoulder, move on. Amen. You don't need them anyway because if they were your friends, they'd be lifting you up and not pushing you down. Mm-hmm. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today and joining me. And I just look forward to continuing to all the amazing <laughs> things that you're going to continue to do. And, and like I said, I'm so proud of you. But I'm more proud that you're proud of you. That's Ref- the most important thing. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I you. I love you too. <laughs> Okay, y'all, so that was the episode. Like Jason said, follow him on social media if you're interested in getting a reading done by him. Also, check out Egyptian Eyes Boutique if you live in the local Atlanta area. It is a black woman-owned metaphysical bookstore, crystal shop. It's an amazing place. We want to support those businesses. Whenever black-owned, woman-owned, LGBTQIA plus-owned businesses make money, the world becomes a more equitable place. So put your money where your mouth is and you don't even, you know what? You don't even have to live in Atlanta. You can go to their website, order online, they ship. So yeah, there's that. And I look forward to connecting to you on the next episode next week. Have a great week and talk to you soon.